This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. I'll leave you with this with Dustin Chafin. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with this. Please subscribe to our Patreon page. You can uh, hear all kinds of extras with uh, T.J. Miller on the road and hell gig stories and behind the scenes of a comedy club in Manhattan. So please support that. I could really use your support. So if you like this podcast, please uh, sign up for Patreon page. It's only like two bucks, and you can really kind of uh, get some extra stuff that I want to try to add. It's even getting better and better each week. So please support us, and uh, I'll give back. I promise. Um, because I feel like our relationship has a lot to do with addiction. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not that we used together, but that um, you know, we you've had me do some shows with you, with you know right. some of the, and those shows have been really you know great. Those NA shows and stuff, and you know, it's funny. In you know, in, in stand up comedy, it's feel I feel like you either you stopped. Or you're you have you need to stop, you know. When it- <laughs> right, <laughs> that, that's pretty much the addiction right. label yes. in comedy. Yeah, you're on your way to detox, yeah. or you're done. Yeah, just cut uh, out of detox. You got a couple years, <laughs> yeah. or you know, you need to head there immediately. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's interesting, you know. It's like, uh, you know, how, uh, like, w- you know, when you just kind of like you're on the road and stuff, and any kind of like when you don't like take care of yourself right. in kind of a program way or something, and it's easy to get kind of lost in it and stuff. And I remember, um, you know, there's there's so many, like, weird things out there now that they didn't have, you know, back in the day, like kava tea. Right, you know, there's, right. There's stuff like that where you're just like, eh, it's, it's tea, you know? <laughs> it's legal and it's tea. Absolutely. You know, and then you and then you find yourself like, did I just relapse? You right. know, and should I, you know, do, you know? And it's like I, I have to kind of, you know, I've skirted around with some things like that. And now I just realize I can't, I got to be away from everything. Right, right. You know, and on the road, it's like it's hard because sometimes it's like you're always dealing with this. Like, you know, you want to have fun. You know what I mean? You want. You think you oh, you think you deserve fun. Like, yeah. I deserve fun. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm on the comedy. Yeah, but I deserve to do fun. Yeah, it's rock yeah. and roll. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like if it's a, yeah. right. Yeah, you watch the fucking Motley Crue movie. You're like, you know. <laughs> Isn't that what it's supposed to be like? Yeah. And we're back Chicks in the room blow. watching ID, <laughs> yeah. eating Reese's peanut butter cups. Like. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's like I'm learning, like, uh, you know, that, that's how I deal with bombs, you know, sugar. Like, right. Bombs, and unfortunately, you can't, you know, you got to curb that too. Absolutely. But I think it's like, but it's gotten me through a lot of, a lot of bad mm-hmm. sets and a lot of, like, weird moments. Yeah, well, like, yeah. especially when you're on a road, like, in a, in a room, you know, one of those rooms that you're happy to have because it's money and you, you need money. Sure. But in the big picture of life, you would be, like, a, a hard no if you could. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, nah, I'm, I'm good that weekend. But, like, well, you're not. We're not good that weekend. So, the, yes, yes, I'll take that yeah, road yeah, room yeah. in the mountains, with, you know, <laughs> and it's not going to be happy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna... did, did you do that one with the big the big round bed and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you sit and sleep in that bed alone. You're like, this is what, this is, what is happening? There's like a mirror on the ceiling. Yeah, with the stars. You're like staring yeah. at yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so... Oh, it's so... The heart-shaped tub. Yes. I went in there in a bathing suit because I didn't trust. Exactly. I figured I'd get syphilis yeah. if I was by myself. I yeah. go in my work boots. Do you? And I'm like, this is, this is as safe as I feel. I can't. Yeah. That's, but the, it's those yeah. things. So then you sit there and you... And you shove chocolate in your face because you're yeah. like, I just, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah what is yeah. happening here? Yeah. You know, and the show is fine. Sure. But it's just you start thinking about your whole, and then the next week you're at an awesome club having so much fun. You're like, oh, yeah. just, whoa, I'm a rock star. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. It's weird. Well, well, those particular gigs up there, sometimes, you know, you're the only comic and that's weird because you don't have anybody else to kind of like bounce right. off of and you're right. just by. That's when it can get depressing mm-hmm. is when you're just like on the road in situations like that where it's like you need somebody. Right. You need, even if it's a young comic who's annoying, it's like at least it's yes. somebody that's grabbed a mic and kind of sort of gets this, this world you're in. You feel like you climb onto any of them? Anything. <laughs> Like so you go on, you want to go out? You going home? You going? You want to go? You want to go to the movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just any sort of. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I, I actually, it's like, um, 
Well, you have kids, so you could probably, you, I mean, they're older now for you, but I, I think, but, you know, with me, it's like I've been in a relationship a long time, so I enjoy being by myself. Right. You know, right, I right. enjoy that road stuff a little bit, like, because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we live in a small place together, and right. so it's like, we, you know, I, I know she wouldn't admit it, but I know I annoy her a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> you can't apparently, I, I'm really loud when I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, okay. so I stomp through, right. like, she did an impression of me. That's when you know, it's like, you know, that's the difference between dating and comedy and not dating, you know, uh, dating a regular person, is a regular person will say the, the things about you and say that you annoy them, but a, a comic will act it out. We'll and like, out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it a closer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference between annoying a woman and then yeah. annoying a, a woman who's a comedian. Like, it's a whole nother thing. Like, you like, become a late night spot. Oh, yeah. And I have. Like, her, her thing, she... Did it's all on me? Right, right. She bought a peace spot. I'm like, really? You gonna tell the world about my peace spot? So yeah, it's yeah. So be careful dating female comedians. Um, but yeah, so it's no, like, I get because like we're... my kids are older now. Like my daughter yeah. lives out. My son still lives with me. And we oh, work. he does. Okay, cool. So we're, he's 21, but he's there a lot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so the bed, the, the the space and the freedom is nice to lay in the room, watch a little television, yeah. don't have to worry about it, just, oh, just spread out. It's clean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I didn't, I didn't have to do anything to make this look nice. Yeah. This is good. But it's the uh, – sometimes the long drive home. So I don't mind it during the day. They're singing. It's just like you got, you got that one-nighter that's two-and-a-half-hour ride and then two-and-a-half-hour. There's no room. You're coming back the same night yeah. alone. Those times is when I'm the saddest. Just driving, just thinking about life. Like, what can I have done differently to be in a better spot than I am? But there's so many people that want that. Right. I see these old-ass motherfuckers hanging out at the comedy clubs and shit. They just can't even get a guest spot. Right. You know no, I mean? absolutely. Can't even absolutely. get that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's just like... Uh, I, I'm grateful for all of it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not even about being... It's just start. You start this checklist. Two yeah. hours of driving, you start going over like... I could have. I don't have this. I'm never going to yeah. have that. I'm just, well, that's never going to happen for me. Not, I'm not even talking about career wise because I, I'm like, I'm not a bitter guy with this. I love everything we do. I do. Sure. I know it sometimes sucks yeah. and we get rejected when we don't want to and it sure. hurts our feelings. I get it. We'll have a project closed down that we thought was going to go somewhere, you know. But um, as far as my career, I'm, I'm. It is what it is. Yeah, it's I mean, life in general that you're like. I you, you just compare yourself to regular normal humans and you're like. I'm not ever that. I don't want to be that because it grosses me out. But sometimes it's like, what am I doing? Oh yeah, I mean, I you know, I I had a um, I had one of those shows you were talking about. I think I talked about it on the air, but I still want to talk about it again. I, you gotta get it out. You know, that's the thing with podcasts. So you have a podcast where you yeah. just repeat stories. You're like, uh-huh. yeah, but it's like a different person I'm yeah. telling it this time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're gonna have a different angle on. Absolutely. It. <laughs> so, so I, you know, so I can't help it. I'm just me. I only have like 43 stories. So <laughs> you're gonna get one of them every time. But it was it was one of those shows where you drive up in the mountains and everything, and uh, it was funny. It was just like, and it was it was funny because it was like um, there are always some of these couple resort things are like theme shows, mm-hmm. and they and they wanted a country western comedian. And so, and the thing is with me, it's like, yeah, okay, I wear a cowboy hat and boots and shit, but I'm, you know, I'm pretty progressive and right. my material's kind of edgy and I'm not this, you know, I'm not that guy, you know, right. I'm not this like, hey, everybody. Yeah. And so, you know, but that's what this theme was. And it was so funny because it was like, it was, because some of those those places you would think they're going to be white and you walk in like, oh, there's a lot of black people. Right, right. And you're like, what's going on? But the funniest thing to me was watching black people watch this country band and like that and like pretend to be into this like hillbilly night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on stage and I made fun of it, and they weren't quite having it. For some right. reason, it just went south because I was just like, I thought it was funny making fun of this whole. And then it was like they had a they had a hillbilly redneck costume contest, and then I tried to I tried to turn the angle that I was offended. I was like, you know, we don't all look and talk like. <laughs> so I basically shit on their whole theme, right, right. and it was just like this horrible thing. And then it's like there's nothing like bombing, and then as soon as you bomb, the band's behind you, and then they play you out. Oh. As I'm walking, <laughs> this guy's playing a banjo. <laughs> As I walk off the stage with this miserable set. And Were you the only comic on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Only comic on the show. Yeah, it's, that's a nightmare. Yeah. It's like you need some buffer. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so that happened. But even in the end, you know, and then it was like one of those where it's like, you know, those sets you're just like, I can't take it. Either you drive home early, you like, instead yeah. of staying the next night. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to get out of here. And then it was just like, uh, you know, because it's like, you know, 
I was talking. To, I was talking to this other comic, Alan Fuchs, and we were talking, and I said, "Yeah, I said they have a because we love both buffets, which right. I, you know we all mm-hmm. do." And so I was just like, "Yeah, you know, they have this great buffet or something." I go, but I just didn't want to be that guy like hanging out, you know, like uncomfortable. Yeah, Somebody absolutely. come up and say something to me, I fucking hit him with a piece of French toast. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just didn't want a situation, so I had to leave. And he's like, "Oh, fuck it, there's a buffet. I'm staying. I don't care how bad the set was." <laughs> It's like, well, I do. I don't yeah, give a shit. Absolutely. I'll spend money. I'll get an Egg McMuffin and I'm out. I'm embarrassed <laughs> until I get about 10 miles away. Yeah. Every gas station, if I stop before I get 10 miles away, I'm like, did they see, were they at that house? Did you guys come be there? I just feel like you were there. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I work here, asshole. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Maybe this is your part-time job. Who knows? But yeah, I feel that way. But even then, after all of that, I still, at the end of the day, it's still better than, you know, working in a cubicle or 100%. telemarketing or, you know, or lugging something around or, you know, whatever sh- jobs that, you know, could be out there that could be really shitty. I say to my manager, I'm like, yeah. just find me a gig. Yeah. He's like, well, it doesn't pay great. I'm like, does it pay better than Home Depot? Because that's my <laughs> option. You know, I'm not smart enough to have a great yeah. job. I yeah. am a labor guy. Yeah. I don't want to ride a forklift anymore. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to do it. So yeah. what does that make pay? It's better than, I don't care. It's yeah, better. exactly. It's better. Probably doesn't pay better, but no, it doesn't. <laughs> but in my spirit, forklift is like really good money. <laughs> it's a union job; you get benefits. At Home Depot, so I was a manager at Home Depot. Oh, you are? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I mean, when I left there to do comedy full time, I was making twenty one an hour. That's not bad, which yeah. isn't horrible. And I, yeah. uh, I was a department manager. I wasn't even like in the management phase, really, just the early management. And I could have been. I worked there for a year. I could have went up the ladder. I just sure. this is what I wanted to do. Oh, of course, and. uh and like anytime I think that I might have to do that, I get physically ill. Like mm. I'm like I, I, I can't see myself. Yeah, I'll panhandle. Screw it. I don't care. I just <laughs> I just can't see myself doing that. I just can't yeah, see, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, that's the thing in comedy. It's like you know. I think in comedy, it's you know you have to look at it like we look at it you know differently sometimes. But I feel like you know kind of when you're sitting there and let's say it's a Tuesday and it's three o'clock in the afternoon. And you're sitting there, you're eating a freaking Parm Hero sandwich, and you're watching Netflix. That's when you need to be like, yeah, being a comic's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're binging a series that you started at noon, and you're just sitting on your fat ass just watching fucking shows. Like, that's when comedy's like, pretty fucking cool. Absolutely. It's like maybe at the border of money's borderline and maybe whatever. Exactly. But it's like, you know, those are the moments you have to appreciate. And then, you know, of course, you can have too many of those. You know, you got to try to do... work a little bit. Yeah. Try. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's the hardest thing, I think, is like... Yeah, it gets a little hot in here, just so you know. <laughs> it's forcing yourself to, you know, yeah, do the work. Because it is easy to just be lazy in right, this business. Absolutely. Because nobody's there over here, so they're going, Let's yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, go. What I've been doing, and I've slacked for a couple of weeks, but it was something I've been, I was doing for a while. I go to the library. I go to my local library. I go get a coffee. Nice. Go to the library. I get there about twelve thirty and stay there about three thirty. Oh, that's great. And I act like I have a writing job. There I you act go. like I'm writing for something. There you go. That's great. This way, I'm just make myself do stuff. And then some days, I, the the writing job is me punching up my jokes, like listen to my tapes. And, sure. You know what I mean? Whatever the job is. Some days I'm acting like I'm writing for late night. Just who was that guy that um, uh, he wrote? Uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother, you know that that guy, mm. the comedian. He wrote uh, "Get Me to the Greek." And he's oh, okay, yeah. No, the Muppets, the new yeah. Muppets okay. thing. He wrote. Uh, what's his stupid name? Anyway, um, he he talked about how he used to do that, and he would put on a suit, and okay. uh, ch- and and put on every day. He put on a suit, and he would go to a coffee shop, and this is he had you know had no leads or anything, but right. he would just treat it like. You know, it was an eight-hour day. Right, right. He was a script writer, and he would put on a suit, and he would just, like, treat it like a job. Like, right. he had to go into this job every day for eight hours. Right, and right, And he right. would work on these scripts, and this guy's a freaking billionaire. Right. But it's like, I, I think I, you know, I don't do that at all. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'll do that, like, once, you right. know? And it's like, that's the hardest thing, is, like, yep. zeroing in on the focus. Well, I was do- when I was in, I was doing it every day. And Joe would- Fernandez would text me, he's like, oh, I got this great idea about a... Uh, a, a little short film I want to do. Okay. And I'll be like, I'm already, at, I've been in like writing mode. Sure. And, he, and he says, I just want to do a little sketch. And I'm like, I'll pull up, a, I'll pull up an app, yeah. write out the script, send right. it to him. Like 20 minutes later, I'm like, look at that script. He's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, because I'm in the mode. Sure. If I was home, 
And yeah. he would have said that. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. We're going to do one day. <laughs> and I would have never done anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, after, after three more episodes, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. All right. And then I got to go do this thing for this guy and this thing. Go. Now it's it's tough, you know. I think it's, uh, you know, it's a curse and a blessing, I guess, having to, so much time, you know. Right, right. You just have to figure out what to do with it. Well, look, follow Gary Goldman on, on Twitter and you're like guilted into like, you're like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like everything he tweets, like I should. Why am I not doing? I got to be doing that too. <laughs> but if you followed that that feud between him and Kevin, yeah. Kevin Brennan. Yeah. well, it looks like he'd stop, but Kevin hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It's just, was there a physical altercation? Because that's what I saw a couple of weeks ago. There was a yeah, you know, Kevin's hilarious because I really like Kevin as a comedian. Like he really makes me laugh. Like there's very few people that Absolutely. like I'll watch him for. Yeah. He just has a brain for it. Yeah. And he's just an odd duck, and he's funny, and he's he's nice to me, so I got me no too. problems with yep. him. Like I, I can tell he's kind of one of these guys. If you fuck with him, he'll definitely won't stop. Right. But he's definitely he's always been you know kind to me. Absolutely. And he's done the show and different things, and so he's cool. But I think, um, but he's also branded himself and kind of fucking with people. Right. So it's just like you know, it's you know, we can take this off if you want. Be a okay. lot less hot. But uh, you know, he's branded himself and kind of like messing with people, right, right, and like making it kind of work for him, right, right, <laughs> so, right, yeah, yeah. Like most of us, you know, we trash people, and and it's it comes back to kind of bite us in the ass. Yeah. Whereas with him, once he started doing that publicly, then he kind of started getting stuff because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. people saw how funny he was. Right. With kind of like this kind of bitterness and kind of funny mm-hmm. with the brother thing and like all this right, stuff. Right, right, So it's That's like where it started, right? Where yeah, hating his brother. So he just like he'll just list off people, yeah, and I yeah. think, and he does have a point. And I definitely don't want Gary Goldman mad at me. Right, right. I like Gary Goldman. Uh, we well, see what the, did started it. Well, let me, let me explain. Okay. And uh, so, but I have to buffer all this in case right, he's, no, in case these maniacs listen. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta protect myself. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Come on, Mike. Like, let me. Don't. don't you know, uh, in case some shit goes down for me, yeah, I gotta yeah. like. Absolutely. You know. So we see the same therapist. Just yeah. you know, I'm just you know putting that out there, Gary. But uh, so basically, what it is is you know, and I'm, and this is not an unknown thing. So I'm going to say what was said. And Gary Goldman has had some situations with crowds yes. where he's snapped, and right. as have I. Right. So I've had some motherfuck you kind of situations oh. with crowds. Yeah. And so apparently he had that. Um, he, he's had a few of those kind of things. And okay. so I think what Kevin did was he mocked the irony of somebody giving tips to oh, comedians okay. who snaps on stage. Got it, got it. And got so, it. and it is a pretty funny dynamic to play with. Right. And so he basically, you know, was just kind of roasting him about it. Right. And it is, it is kind of funny. Absolutely. And so yeah, it's yeah. kind of one of those weird things where it's just like, okay, we, you know. It's like if I start talking about eating healthy and you're like, <laughs> you? <laughs> I should expect some roasting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, you know, that's kind of what it was. And okay. then it just kind of got out of hand. Okay. And so, and then I guess when they were at the cellar, he um, he kind of like, I think he kind of like went to grab him by the shirt and okay. kind of scratched him. Okay. And then Kevin's, you know, hilarious and right. trying to make it something it's not because right. he's trying to get more followers, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. So he said that he scratched him and put his hands on him. Okay. As he did, but I think it was an accident. Whatever. Right, right. But it's like, shut up, both of you. Shut up. Like, we're comics. We're supposed right. to be a band of brothers. Yes. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, even if I hate somebody's... Con- even, like, a Carlos Mencia, who's notorious for what he does, I would still, like, if he's in a situation, I would help him out. Right. Like, he's, if he's on stage and whatever. It's like, we're all comics, man. Absolutely. We're, we're all, it's so difficult to do this. Right. And it's like for comics to act like that, but whatever. But it, but then again, it's funny too because mm-hmm. Kevin just keeps coming back with such ridiculous things. Wait, so I really like Gary. I like him a lot. He's, yeah. yeah, he's a really good guy to me. He's he, always been nice. Sure. And Kevin has always been cool with me. Sure, like sure. I'm both. So like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm personally not involved in this at all. Sure, sure. Time. No. Um, yeah, I love how you buffer too. You yeah, got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to the same <laughs> You know, look at these maniacs after you. So yeah. So, so I'm like, I get like busting balls because I I got into a fight with a guy. I don't want to you know mention names. That, that sure. We got into a physical fight. Yeah. The guy's huge. Yeah. And he chucked me. 
and I went to go grab a knife and like he do me again. <laughs> it was a, it was bad, but it yeah. was just me busting his balls, and I thought that's what we do. Yeah, and I really wasn't serious. I didn't mean any of it. Sure, but he was pissed, so he came at me, and we've since squashed, and we're friends yeah. now. Yeah. But uh, but like I think like you're busting chops. I know, I know. Um, Kevin doesn't when he busts balls he makes it like no I, re- I mean all of this yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not having fun with you I'm being serious yeah and Gary I've snapped on man if I, if that is something that takes if that takes me out of being able to give advice about comedy yeah because of snapping Jesus Christ yeah then I shouldn't be able to talk to anybody about comedy <laughs> I snap a lot <laughs> yeah I mean it's funny that that comic you had a thing with I almost had a thing with him one night he uh, he started he was you know, talking about something. And I said, I go, how tough could you be? You're light-skinned. And it became a thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. We'll say that again. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, I, you know, I don't know. I just feel like um, this is interesting how, you know, we're just all a bunch of misfits. Right. You know, and we somehow get in this business. Yeah, yeah. And then we're trying to, like, you know, all get ahead. But uh, I don't know. But that's that's just I weird. Just, yeah. But if a guy will come at his br- own brother, like, Nobody else. Nobody's, nobody's going to be safe. safe. Yeah, exactly. if he's if he's you know the way he talks about his brother is hilarious. Right, I know. And he's just coming at him so hard. Right. And so it's like, don't even think he's going to give a shit about you. Right. Right. So, right. Uh, but you know, I love him. We we went to a diner yeah. one day. Me and him just after like between sets of Dangerfields, mm-hmm. went across that street to that diner. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. He just cracks me up. He's just a he's funny fun, dude. He's a very just, funny guy. Just talking about his life. Hilarious. And it's pretty amazing what he's done over at the compound and all that stuff. Right. And it's just like, uh, you know, it's, you know, to just be able to kind of turn that, you know, that craziness of, of how you feel about people in comedy into kind of a, a brand is, right. is impressive. Right, right. Because it's hard to, you know, it's hard to do anything in this business. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like he found a way to kind of like, because I think he tried to play the game. Yeah. And uh, he's a brilliant comic. He's done a bunch of great stuff. But at the same time, it's like, Think about how he comes at the enough. cellar. He comes at the cellar. Yeah. He was like, oh, uh, they can, he can go there, but if I say something wrong, I'm banned. He's just right at them. He doesn't care. Oh, yeah. He, and he still works. I mean, because he. I think they're afraid of him. I, that's a good way to be. That's a good place to be. He's in a good spot. I mean, Gary isn't afraid because Gary's huge. So probably yeah. Gary didn't, it didn't hit Gary's yeah. brain to be afraid. But everybody else in the normal world should yeah. be. Like, should, that's a good place. I like, I, not that I want people to yeah. be afraid of me, but I like. Like, you respect me enough to know that I might snap your neck. I might not, but I might. Yeah. So why don't we just leave it at, like, this and just walk away from each other? You know? It's like my stage presence. When I'm on stage, I get, people could be like, oh, fuck, crowd, crowd sucks, crowd sucks. I think in our lifetime, we'll we'll see a comedy club shut up by a comic. I think that'll... You, yeah. Yeah. I hate to say that and put that out there, but... <laughs> you think a, com- a comedy club itself will be shot up? I don't know. I see. You know, I, I, just, I think by an audience member. There's crazy comic. Really, I see a comic. I see a disgruntled comic. Really? Yeah. There's some guy going around saying he's going to behead all these female comics. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. What's, what's that? People about? are maniacs. What is do you mean? What's that about? Too? It's fucking no, nuts. Too? I just heard well, this statement. I mean, I that you know that no, term is that, that term is used so loosely. <laughs> yeah, you know, no. I'm a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the weirdest thing. It's like you do comedy like one time at an open mic, and right. now you're a comic. Right, right. You know what I mean? I brought somebody's mail over to their house. I don't say, "Hey, I'm a mailman." Yeah. Really? One time, and you're just a fucking you know, comic. One pair of yeah. brown shorts, and now you work for UPS. <laughs> it's like it, if comedy seems to be the one thing that's so quick. Yeah. That you're just like you're identified with that now. Mm-hmm. That's what I am. It's yeah. like, what are you? Yeah, really? Yeah, right. If you've never been paid, you still can't call yourself that. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You know? If people aren't hiring you yeah. to tell jokes somewhere. If you're not paying your rent off of it. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, no. You're not. I don't care. You know? It's like Absolutely. It, it has to it has to have some sort of thing. Well anyway. it's like when people like wanna like I'm recording an hour, it's like 
I'm getting ready to call my second hour. I'm like, hold up, man. Hold on. Hold on for a second. Has anybody other than the three people that you know that book rooms hired you to do your hour? Has anybody sought your first hour? Yeah. Why are you doing another hour? Yeah. Why don't you wait until people pay to see your hour? I don't understand what the hell's happening here. Yeah, that, the album thing is pretty hilarious. Um, here we are getting bitter. Here's who we are doing that thing we say we were but talking not, about. It's just, You're not bitter. It's just more like... Yeah, I think there is. I think we're allowed to make those observations I as so. older guys, right? And Absolutely. People, like when I got when I first started, I don't know when you started, but I started in two thousand. I did like three shows in two thousand one. Yeah, a little then, bit behind that. Yeah, and then two thousand and two, when you you and Grant were running that, sure. the you know ha comedy Caroline's uh, it was Car- Caroline's, uh, Sweet Caroline's Sweet Caroline's right yeah. when you guys were doing that I was doing Bringers that's 2002 okay. I was doing Bringers just started doing Bringers with Jessica and Jessica like I did like maybe seven Bringers for her and she's like enough you're a very good comedian nice. stop doing this nice and it was her Bringers oh it's great and she was like here's and she wrote your name down and Grant's name nice you go to this place nice. you can bark and you can work nice and I was like oh thank you so then I went and handed tickets out on the corner yeah but um I like there, like I had older people I watched, and I just watched how they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they didn't do this horse shit. So I'm like, well, then I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to do what they do because they've been around a long. I'm just going to sure. follow their lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I'm going to act like they act. Um, when I was on a bringer show and Colin Quinn did a spot, I didn't say I was on a show with Colin because I wasn't. Colin, <laughs> I wasn't on that show yeah. with Colin. You didn't open for Colin. I didn't Colin. do anything with yeah. Colin. I gave. I brought seven people so I can go on stage. That's yeah. what happens. I didn't work at Gotham. <laughs> I got. I did a bringer show at. You didn't make Gotham. your profile picture. You at Gotham exactly. Yeah. And, like, and like that's how do you not know that? No one yeah. told me that. I just got that. I'm like, sure, 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 sure. You know, I went on. I went on before. Chris Rock. I didn't open for Chris Rock. He just happened to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he probably was hired. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I don't have those little, you know, those differences. I booked a show. I'm closing. I'm the headliner. You book. You booked it, man. You're not headlining the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're the booker. If you can't headline the show you booked, then you're not a headliner to begin with. Like, <laughs> it's just, things drive me nuts. It's like, I just, those are lessons I think yeah. you should be able to tell are like, fellow comics like no what you're doing it's embarrassing stop that just st- stop that man earn yeah. that spot earn it yeah i don't know how many profile pictures of people at the cellar and you're just like you don't play there no stop stop uh, putting that picture up there because you did a 5 p.m show yeah you know what i mean exactly. like <laughs> rick Crum, you know rick right? yeah yeah they're all his shows so yeah. so a comedian put up i'm not gonna say the kid's name he put up he's like uh Made my day. I swear to God, made my debut on the Comedy Cellar uh, stage. You know, dreams come true. Uh, this is the club. And oh my God! Rick even came on, and was like, "Please let everybody know this was. You did not work the Comedy Cellar. This was a part of a of a of a showcase for our class." Oh, nice! And then the kid was like, "What's the big deal?" And he's like, well, "It is a big deal, man. It is yeah. a big deal." Because when what are you doing? First, you're not that guy, and when yeah. when you become like, say you do get passed, where's that? Beauty, like I got passed. Like, oh, didn't that happen when you first started? I thought you said you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked about this with Murphy. I was just like, there was a kid that well, was a kid that I teach or whatever, and it was just like, you know, he did a check spot for me, interned, and like said, you know, he posted this whole thing that he was just like his first pro spot at the Greenwich. I was like, no, it's not your first right. pro spot. Stop saying that. Like, why do you why do you want to be right. like you know ahead of yourself? Right. Like, there's a beauty in just kind of grinding Absolutely. it and, and figuring it out and getting good. The fame is like irrelevant because right. when you're good, it, it all that just comes together. Absolutely. Like, stop it. Don't right. don't skip. Don't skip. Yeah, don't skip that. They don't part. even know you, and that's the thing. I think that we should be able to step up because yeah. they don't even know they're skipping it. No, they don't. Like, you don't even know what you're skipping. Yeah, and get good at this because when you're good at this, it's a whole nother ball game. Right. It's like because you know it's like it it, it it's just, you enjoy it more when you're good yeah. at it because you're not stressing like you used to. Right. You're figuring out like you have more fun on stage. Mm-hmm. You're able to kind of go into places you couldn't go before. You can totally improv for twenty minutes if you need to. Right. You can like you know you can write a new bit and it'll work that night. You know because yeah. you're good at it. Right. You, Absolutely. You know? yeah, right. It's right. like it's a right. whole nother world. Yes. Like get to that. Right. Instead of like meh, having one set or not be in and then posting it and thing and right. it's like yeah people want the you know, just the I don't know, the, just the attention from it, right? As opposed to kind of just at one time, I, good. I was looking at people. I was like, I asked a kid, I was like, "What do you think is more important?" He's only been doing comedy three years, so what do you think is more important, working on the act or working on your brand? Mm. And he was like, 
I'm nowhere. You're probably going to hate this answer. And I was like, let me hear it. And he was like, I think your brand's important. I'm like, absolutely. I think your brand is important, but you don't have a product. So it's like Wonder Bread coming out with all their marketing. And you're like, can yeah. I get a piece of your bread? And like, we're not there yet. Like, what? We just have a crust. We just have a crust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out. Well, that's what we have. <laughs> get crushed right now. That's all you get. Um, so, but I do believe it's a balance, but like younger kids are coming into this. I'm going to make a post of me. Oh, look at us. Oh, and, I, and I like yeah. the younger generation that they're excited to be at the pair or like at the Village Lantern. Sure. They're excited. They're, and they're like a band of brothers. Yeah, oh, we're doing this tonight. Yeah, like, yeah. that's cool. I yeah, like that because sure. it's, it's creating excitement in the, in, in the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But... I just did my. I'm doing a show with. I can't believe this lineup. And you're like, yeah, you you shouldn't. You put that lineup together, man. I don't understand how you don't understand that. <laughs> like you booked the show, man. <laughs> can't believe this amazing lineup I'm on. Yeah, yeah. You called them and they said yes. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how you don't know the difference. That's hilarious. So, so you came up in, I guess, yeah, in New York, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. I started in. Uh, well, I was a Jersey guy, but I started my first, it was Open Mic in New York in 2001. Okay. And then I did two other shows for NA that okay. year, 2001, and then 9-11 happened, and I didn't feel like New York needed any more people here for a while. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to stay out for a little while while they clean up, they got stuff to do. Okay. And then I didn't come back into New York till like, February of 2002, and then I did my first Springer show for Jessica. Okay. Yeah. And um, so, you, so you did NA shows, like, early. Yeah, I did. My, my second show was an N.A. show. Like, Because uh, I had a lot of that material. Because it was just yeah. like what I would say at the diner. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like well-crafted jokes. It would just be like me telling the story about, you know, Jimmy the Tooth. Yeah, Jimmy the Tooth. You know what I mean? It's just like, not really. So what do you... Uh... What do you enjoy like with those N.A. shows? Like what do you what do you enjoy like now with I don't those enjoy them. You don't <laughs> For years I did. I don't You remember we did that remember we did that convention and I was like hiding in the office place. Remember? Uh, I'm not gonna post this. I, I know you need more of those. True. <laughs> I'll go another direction. I was trying to get a little thing, I was like, hey, he's gonna want those. Yeah. <laughs> Come come February. Yeah, know, I like. Them. Yeah, yeah. I no, like them they, financially, they are good. And you know, but it's it's just like anything else. You know, just like with you, you and I were bantering back and forth um, on emails and things, and right. you know, and you were talking about you know uh, being more in the city, and then yeah. I was just talking about I just gonna want to be more on the road. Right. And so it's just like you know, it just really depends where you know yeah, what yeah, you're doing yeah, and right. where you're at in your comedy. I love. I should have said this. Yeah. I love. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. I love doing. <laughs> Fellowship, 12-step shows yeah. outside of the Tri-State area. Okay. Because the people in this area have seen me or think they've seen the act. They don't know. They don't realize that people – people comics were working every day. We're, do, we're always writing new jokes. So you're not going to see the same act 45, day, 45 you know, months later. You're not going to see the same act. It's a totally different act, guys. Like, but they don't know that. So they think, oh, it's Gaffney. It's like, no, it's not Gaffney. It's, it's just, <laughs> so you get that vibe here. But when I was, I did it like in, um, I got hired in Atlanta to do Atlanta's convention. And they wanted one comedian, an hour and a half. One. Wow. I did an hour and 50 minutes, 300 people. By the time I got to the back of the room off stage, the guy came in with the book, can we have you next year? I was like, yeah, can I bring somebody, though? Because I won't have another hour and 45. That I can promise you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought Joe, and we did yeah. it together. Yeah. But, though, they were so happy for the, for the show. Here, everyone's like, so, yeah, I know you're still. I'm like, no, you, like this one girl. I did a show three months, two months ago. It's a crazy girl. She's nuts. Yeah. I know her since before I did comedy. She's like, I already know all your jokes and stuff. And I'm like, no, you don't. No. I'm going to do an hour. I'm, I'm closing. You will not know any of these jokes. And at the end of the night, she was like, oh, you don't talk about, like, it's like your, your son with his condom. I'm like, yeah, because I told that joke at, when he was 11, and now he's 21. He knows how to use a condom now. At 11, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke when he was 11. Ten yeah. years later, he doesn't use a condom like that anymore. I wouldn't tell that joke. And she's like, oh, because it was really good. I'm like, I know. Like, I was trying to, oh, my God. And I'm like, I looked at my friend. I'm like, this is why I don't want to come to the show. I don't want to yeah. do this. I think that's, you know, that's, I mean... That's that's the thing. It's just like it, you know, talking to people in general. You know, after shows, 
you know, I talk to comics about this a lot, but it's like that. It's always just like it's like you want to like extend yourself to people. Right. You want to create a better a better fan base for yourself. You might want to sell a T shirt or a CD, but right. man, just you just never know what you're gonna get with an audience. No. No, <laughs> I I shut down people. I was in uh, the Keys, and uh, have you done that room, Comedy Keys? No, uh, it's pretty good. And I is that what's his name? He comes up here once. Yeah, the yeah, Boston guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I was uh, I was did that gig, and I had a good set, you know. And um, some guy comes up after after the show, and he was just like, he starts to, you know, he, he just like I just see that look in his eye, like mm -hmm. he's gonna say something cr critical, and I'm just like, and then I just went in, and I go, I go, I go, I go. First of all, I just I'm gonna stop you right here. I go, I don't know what you're going to say, but, um, you know, I guarantee you what it is. It's probably not going to be something I want to hear. I'm just like, how long have you been doing comedy? Oh, you've never done it? Then right. then why why would I want to hear what you have to say? And it's like, you know, people come up and they yeah. try to tell me all these things and I don't want to hear it. And it's just like, you know what? I just, I get my soul up there. I'm sweating. Absolutely. I had a great show. It's like, give me a second, man. Like, right. let me enjoy this moment. And then he goes, and then he, and he goes, I goes, I just want to say that I don't hear very well. And when, and you hold the mic really close. And so I couldn't see your mouth. And I couldn't read your lips, and I was like, "I'm such a." And I was like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah. I go, "People are so mean to me." I said all the time, and so I'm just ready to jump. Right, right, and then right. I tried to explain why I was so jumpy, and I was like, "But it was just like this thing." But but most of the time, it's not yeah. going to be a situation like. Then I wonder in my head, I'm like, "Did he just make that up?" Because he saw me being crazy, right? So he put, <laughs> put back on you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a genius if he did but in my head I was like he probably did that he probably just said you know I'm just gonna fuck with this guy because yeah, yeah. I was I'm I was gonna it yeah I just didn't oh yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> I was gonna get, try to give him a tag for that shitty joke he does yeah, yeah. but I was like you know what now I'm gonna just make him feel like a dick I just did the show Saturday for a clean gotta be a clean church for a church right yeah and the woman it's for a woman who just got into a bad car accident she has no legs Oh, my God. She could not make the – she was at home. Her daughter was there, FaceTimed the woman oh, the no. whole time. The woman was laughing. That was the best part of the show. That is great. Looking at her screen and her laugh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah, so Doing the show, I open up. I did 55 minutes. I open up with a joke about my son playing soccer. I always make fun of, like, my son playing soccer. Yeah. And my son was out there in the field kicking air, and the coach said to my son, Hey, Michael, we're going to put you in net now. We're going to make you goalie. I was like, yeah. uh, Coach, are you on heroin? That's the joke. <laughs> Just that's the word I say heroin once, yeah. move past back to my son getting stuck in the net, moving along. All right? <laughs> okay. That's that. 55 minutes later, on yeah. the show is priest there, making fun of yeah. priest, church, everything. Yeah. Great show. Walk off the back, this woman comes up to me and she's like, you know what? You really need to clean up your act. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is it because of the Catholic stuff? Because the priests were laughing. She's like, no. Now, you're making fun of heroin use? My sister's son died. And I'm like, yeah, my best friend died. I was on her. Were you kidding me? I was like, when did I talk about heroin? I'm like, I mentioned the word heroin. <laughs> and she was saying I did a heroin joke put in, in oh. making fun of heroin use. And I, made it, I said the word heroin. <laughs> I could have been talking about like a female freaking <laughs> superhero. Well, you know. I said the word heroin. <laughs> but she... Lambasted me right after, and I was like, you know what, man? This is why people don't want to meet after shows because <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, no, oh my god. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like the buzzwords, you know. Yeah. People just hear things and they think they don't know what they hear sometimes. Right? She they doesn't know. know. Yeah. Because clearly, I didn't talk about how. Because yeah. later on, I talked about me being a drug addict. I was like, you know, I used to smoke crack, and I was like, anybody? And then no one ever says, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty billion dollar industry. I guess I'm the only guy. That ever yeah, did. yeah, yeah. And the priests were laughing. I'm like, sorry, father, but I did. And uh, <laughs> and then I thought she was talking about that. I was like, no, but I'm like, no, I talked about crack. I was like, my best friend died of a heroin overdose. Yeah. He told her, she's like, I don't give a shit. And I was like, oh, but I got to give a shit about you and your family, because I said the word heroin. She went to talk to me. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Just nice. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> walked away and I was like you know I really like people but I don't like this no and a lot of times it's this you don't deserve that right it's like you're busting your ass up there yeah. people don't realize how hard it is and the fact that you're trying to do a new act you're trying to do different things for people yeah it's like it's ridiculous and I got a freaking screen here of a woman with no legs <laughs> And you're telling me she's laughing at everything? What about her? I talked yeah. about the, going to the doctor and he said I'd get a Fitbit. That's kind of insulting to her. Like, <laughs> right? If you think about it. <laughs> she can't use a Fitbit. She can't use a Fitbit, but she didn't you hear her going, this is outrageous. <laughs> you're making fun of walking. Like, what am I supposed to do? I don't understand what you want from me. That's a good bit. Uh, <laughs> 
turning that into comedy. Yeah. That's how it always works. <laughs> <laughs> you should use that. It's great. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down, kid. <laughs> when you do your your 16 hours at the library, yeah. write that down. <laughs> your pretend writing job. <laughs> put, th- put that in there. That's yeah. a good one, kid. Um, yeah, so, you know, you've done some cool stuff. You know, I feel like... Um, you know, Last Comic Standing was kind of a, a good breakthrough for you. Um, you did that, and uh, you also, you know, Live at Gotham and yeah. some of that stuff, and your album was very, you know, successful and stuff as far as the, you know, as much as one can be. Right, absolutely. <laughs> as much yes. as mine and, like, yes. you know, 15 other guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We get it out there. We get it on iTunes. Yeah. The funny is when you get your album out and, uh, that, like, that first week, you know, where you're like in the charts, and yeah, you, yeah. and then you feel like an artist for a minute. You right, know what right. I mean? You feel like ah, you know, I feel like you know the Eagles. You know, yeah, yeah. like you're <laughs> you're charted. Yeah, you know, that's always. And then a, you're just gone. <laughs> yeah, you're and then no one can even find you in the search engine. What is that about? Just, you just disappear. You don't. You have to know my full name. Yeah. In the whole name of the album to find me, it's like how did I fall that far down? Yeah. <laughs> just completely goes away. But uh, but we. Uh, but great to have you here, Mike Gaffney. We do we do a long before we get to the intro. We do a long, <laughs> long talk, and then we do the intro. But uh, so yeah, so what you know? Last couple of minutes, let's talk about that for a minute. You know, yeah. it's funny they have a new show out now coming out. It's called Bring Bring Bring, bring, bring the Funny. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> did you fill out the thing? I did. I didn't know what it, I didn't know what it was yeah. at first. Like, I I started to, and then I don't know, it just somehow didn't happen for me. But because um, it wasn't like a date on it, so I didn't know. What right, was, right. And it seemed like they were already filming it. So right, right, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I should. I mean, I think it's one of those things you never know. Right. Did, uh, I did. I filled it out, and my and my manager didn't even know it existed. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did. And then when I told him, he said, "Oh, we'll talk to L.A. about it." And I was yeah. like, "I already did it." I yeah. filled it all out. And they had like a video, to put a video response of why you think you should get it. Sure, sure, sure. And I was like, well, I was on Lance Comic Standing, and you guys kind of screwed me <laughs> <laughs> out of that. So you owe me another opportunity. That's why Hilarious. I should Hilarious. That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's why I did it. Figuring yeah. they'll see the humor in that. Probably didn't. You'll <laughs> <laughs> see the Kevin Brennan in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. We'll get you in compound media. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I've had bad experiences with that show. Right. You know, with the last Comic Standing thing. And it's just like, you know, and it's it's weird with this kind of stuff because we're so desperate. Not desperate. Well, yeah, we are a little bit. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, trying to, we're trying to get ahead, you know. Yeah. We just want to get seen, man. You just want some exposure because you never know. And national exposure like that is huge. Right. Because even if it's like you don't go as far as you want or you don't get what you think you deserve, it's still something. Even like five seconds. Right. Absolutely. It's something Absolutely. where you can use it as a clip. Yep. Somebody can see you. And, uh, you know, that's just that, that's how hard it is, you know, sometimes to just right. get exposure that, you know, we'll do shows like, you know, that kind of go against what stand-up comedy is, <laughs> which is the contest and all that. The only reason I even, like, my, I don't know, like, it went away for a few years, right? So 2008 yeah. to 2014. It always goes away and comes back. So I wasn't around, you know, for six years. And uh, my manager said, hey, uh, they're looking to do Last Comic Standing again. Yeah. But Wanda Sykes is involved. Mm. I absolutely love Wanda Sykes. Sure. She's great. So I'm like, and he said that, she said that she will not make a comic look bad. There will be none of those lines where there's a clown in front of you, a real comic. She is legitimately trying to get exposure for comedians who deserve exposure. That's great. I mean, so that's, wrong with that. So I was like, I'm in. I'll yeah, do that. Absolutely. They even flew you to California to do the audition. It wasn't like, you know, like old years we had to stand in line i went to canada once to do oh, that's great just sat in line I went oh to, before oh no, yeah well, 2008 before. i went oh. to i went to Did Toronto. You really you know remember danny aiello the yes. actor yes he had that club in jersey remember yes he had a, yes so he me and him hit it off and he was like do you want me to put a call in for you to you know, <laughs> walk in on that last comment i'm like yeah so he called steve mazzilli but gotham's just passed like two days earlier huh. steve's like i can get him a walk on up in toronto <laughs> okay yucks yeah, so I was like, you know what, Danny's trying for me. I'm like, I'll do it. It's an eight-hour ride. You know what? No, you drove to- I drove to Toronto. <laughs> Blizzard, snow. Wow. Got up in the morning. I got there like 2 in the morning, ironed my clothes, couldn't fall asleep. Had to be on set at 8 o'clock in the morning. 8 o'clock. Oh 8 o'clock in the green room. Oh, my God. Right, so there was all the walk-ins were, like, oh, wait, the, like the appointments were upstairs. The walk-ins were standing in the blizzard. Oh, my God. So I was like, uh, I was 20, 20 people yeah. for, the, for the appointments. 
19 people went through to the next round. Oh, my God. One did not. Hmm. Uh. Well, which one did not? <laughs> oh, no. 19 Canadians went through. Uh. One American went back home. I see. And so I'm driving back home. I called Dan. He's like, you know, I don't want to break your heart, kid. He's like, but I figured Canada wasn't going to give you a go. <laughs> I was like, you could have broke my heart. I only went up there for you because yeah. you went, you know, did this for me. I wanted to show you I have commitment. Yeah, sure. That's the only reason I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if he would have said to me, I don't think it's a good idea, I'm like, thank you because I don't want to go. Yeah, yeah, But I went for him. Uh, but I, so I went in 2014 because Wanda was there. She flew us out and yeah. I did that, the audition like in-, in Did you, or how did you get, the, so your manager got you? The, yeah. Okay. So he sent out a clip from my first Gotham, which was nice and clean looking clip. So he sent that out. Okay. And that got me the audition. And then uh, you went there and was in. I don't know if. Did you do that season? Did you go for that season? Oh, I've. Uh, yeah, I've had some bad experiences. But did you go 2014 season? They've never aired me. Um, I okay. had some breakdowns with uh, judges and stuff. Right. I, uh, the, the one year I. Um, I think it was the second season. Okay. I auditioned at. Um, at Caroline's, right. and it was like in the afternoon, which you know that's that's a perfect time for comedy, oh, yeah, you know, when the sun's beautiful. up and it's like you know. <laughs> so I went in. Assistant drinking a coffee. Yeah, it was. Well, this is when it was two guys. Oh. This is when the, it was the two producers. Okay. It was just like. Um, oh, it was when Barry was doing it. Well, Barry did it up until Wanda, yeah. Right. But it was like, uh, but it, but he was never like at the at the uh, judge table. Okay. It was these two, it was these two guys and one of them, um, I think they were both producers for The Tonight Show. Okay. And so they were just, they were, you know, there's just two guys and um, no comics at all. Right. And I basically, um, you know, I go up and I think I was, uh, I think I just was newly sober okay. so you know that like you know just that you just can't quite do mornings yet yeah because right. you because you yeah. still wake up having hangovers absolutely you know it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's just it's something i still do like right. I, if without coffee i'm done right. and so it's like you know and so it's kind of groggy and then you know whatever and it was kind of these weird things and and then i remember um and i was headlining um uh caroline's that night and it was before they did all that bullshit with like you know hey you're headlining caroline's bring all your friends oh yeah like it was a real yeah, legit right. they gave the me like show a show that yeah. no i wouldn't call that right. it was like a real thursday yeah, i yeah. had my own show thing and so um so I get, I get up there and i just you know i'm trying to go into my shit and i can't quite get rhythm and they were just like okay blah, 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 and just kind of dismiss me or whatever and i was just like hey man come on you know i'm just like well, just give me a chance like this is a weird right. thing and i it start to have dialogue with them and then it goes south real quick. And, uh, you know, and they're just like, nah, man, we don't, we're not interested. I said, well, you should be. I said, I'm actually headlining here tonight. I go, right. but nobody else is in this right. line. Right, I said, right. I'm working here tonight. I'm getting paid. Like, I'm doing this. You can't give me respect. He's like, no, man. You and I said, oh, yeah? I go, how long have you been doing stand-up? And the guy goes, I've never done stand-up. I go, how about you? I've never done stand-up. I go, that's the fucking problem. I go, you're judging right. people that have, have, they're doing, com doing something you've never done. Right. All you've yeah, ever yeah. done is chosen people you think are good at it, right. but you've never grabbed this mic, so you'll never truly know. Absolutely. And so I go off, and they then they go crazy on me. Really? Like, you don't fucking know my comedy pedigree. You don't fucking They're just yelling at really? me. It's, oh, yeah, it was a thing. And <laughs> it goes on and on and on and on. And then, like, to the point where, like, after a year later, I, write, I wrote an article for Cringe Humor about it. I remember that. And yes. and then they came his son, one of the guy's sons, saw it and went uh and he, he was friendly with Al Martin and they told Al to take me off uh Broadway because I had two shows there. And he's like, You should get rid of this guy. Da, da, like literally really? trying to get my little shitty midnight show taken right. away from me. You're an NBC executive. Right, right. And so it was like this whole thing. And uh and then, so I tried to audition later, like they would not remember me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Two years later, <laughs> like we fucking remember you. But what was funny though, after I did that, that I I find myself responsible for this. After I did that, they started using comedians um, oh, okay. as judges, right, right? Because even on the show, show it was just these two guys. Oh, really? And it was never comedians. Okay. Like the first, the first uh, two seasons of Las of Las Comisiones, it's just it's these two producers. Okay. And that's it. There's no really? celebrity comedians okay, yeah, or, yeah. at all. Right. And uh, so I, I pride myself. Going, oh, yeah, they, you know, <laughs> that's why they had Geraldo and all those guys. Right, yeah. right, right. So, uh, but yeah, I don't do. I've gotten better at that stuff. 
Did you do you know, the one with Wanda, that one? No. Nah. It's, it's, well, see, a lot of people yeah. had that, ah, f- yeah. screw that. Sure, sure, sure. Which, sure. Is, which was a, a, a yeah. legit feeling sure. for a lot of people. I did it the first season. I only been doing comedy. Well, I don't even know what it was. I was doing it a year. And yeah. Remember, it was Madison Square Garden. I stood in line. Wow. I stood in line. I stood in line all day in front of, in, in front of me. Yeah. Behind me was fucking what's his name, man? Martinez. Uh, Jimmy Martinez. Jimmy Mar, oh, right? Wow. So Jimmy Mar's behind me. We're in line all day, and Peaches Rodriguez comes out from the audition, and she's got a recorder and she's video recording the oh, line. No. Yeah, and she comes to guys. We're having fun. Now we've been there like eight hours. No one's yeah, yeah. Fun. yeah. This is great, you guys. And and Martinez, <laughs> Jimmy Mar's like, yo, get that front camera out of my face. And she was like, no, it's just, yeah. And like, and he takes the camera and smashes it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now wow. He gets locked up and taken off the line. <laughs> but he wants to fight. And I'm like standing between him. I'm like, Jim, Jim. He's like, he's like, they don't know. I'm like, do they have to know today? Because we've been in line for eight hours. So they don't got to know today. Let's let them know tomorrow when you do the audition. <laughs> but he got kicked out of the line. And you're thinking, uh, well, you had to pay that camera and all that kind of stuff. But oh, was, so it was like, uh, oh, I, it wasn't just her personal camera? If she was like. She was with a crew. No, she was no, no. She was with no her own thing, but like her own personal oh, stuff. Oh, so but they saw it. Yes, they saw him yes. do that. Okay, I thought he was like crashing the NBC no, no, cameras. No. It's like, dude, you're kind of going against the whole grain here. <laughs> no, her camera. Oh, okay. Because like, it was like, get it like out of my she face. was trying to do her own personal. Correct. Which they probably didn't want that either. Huh? No, probably not. Yeah, that's yeah stupid. So he, I just know he got mad. It was like <laughs> smash, and I was like, oh my good lord, we've been in line the whole day, man. This is over for you. And then I got in. It went from. Four minute auditions, just four minutes to three minutes before I got up there. It was like 30 seconds. I was getting 30 yeah. seconds. Oh, hilarious. And I went up and I opened up. I don't even remember what I opened up with. I just know the first sentence out of my mouth. They're like, oh, we're good. And I'm like, I was like, are you serious? Yeah. All, all, okay, yeah. cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. So that put a bad taste on And then I did the Toronto. And then I went, when I got that call, and it's like, they're flying you to, to LA. I'm like, well, that's already different. Already better. Already way better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when I you went trip there. trip to L.A. We got a trip to L.A. So I remember. Got a hotel and everything? Yeah. Everything. Great. All comics in the hotel. It was like, it was like a big like yeah. camp. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm in line waiting to go in. And, and out of the back comes Sean Donnelly. just finished his spot. And he was like, I was like, how was he? He's like, it's like doing a spot, bro. Don't even sweat it. I was like, really? Nice. He's like doing a spot. And I'm like, cool. You got, you got four minutes up there. Yeah. You did your whole four. Nice. They had. 25 or 30 people in the audience. Had an audience, great. And an audience like of, of interns, but they were laughing. Yeah. All you heard was laughter. You couldn't see them. Yeah. And in, in the back darkness, you hear Wanda, ha, ha, ha. And I'm nice. like, all right, that's, I can do that. Yeah. This is no problem. Sure. And then, and then you're like, hey, we want to accept you. I'm like, yeah, this was easy. Yeah. Two, two guys staring at me. Yeah, that was the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, the Canada one was a woman and a guy just looking at me. <laughs> like, like and as soon as I was like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, now nah, we're good. Like, hey. Um, my intro, I was just saying hi. Oh. <laughs> and you got your eight hours back home? Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. felt good. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's, what are you going to do, man? It's yeah. like this this thing where it's just like, you know, like I said, you know, you you know, you know, did good. You got you got past a couple rounds, right? I got right up to the yeah. semifinals. And then it's great. they, they kind of critiqued my, they critiqued two things. Okay. Well, <laughs> one thing they critiqued is how I got into my material that I took too much time in the first but I'm like, that's how I, I, I set up. I got a lot of setup, and then I lay in a bunch of jokes. That's yeah. how I do it. I don't sure. go set up jokes, set up jokes. That's not my thing. I set yeah. up, set up, set up, did a lot of punch gotcha. off the one setup. Sure. You know, pay off a lot. So they first judged that. They were like, yeah, you got into a little slow. So Ro- Roseanne was like, you were a little slow. But what I noticed is at first I was like, oh, what is he doing? And then I noticed, oh, he knows me. So he's planting seeds for a huge harvest. Nice. I'm like, that's... Right, yes, that's what I am doing. But during the break, the producers have like an individual meeting with producers. And you know you Fink? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you Fink was my individual producer. And he was like, Mike, they loved you. Just try to get to your jokes quicker. I'm like, but they understood what I do. So why are you giving me in this direction? He yeah. said, just get right into it. You're late, if you're doing a late night spot, you don't have enough time. Just get right into it. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I redo an opening line to have a joke in it. Yeah. Which is not what my style was. Yeah. And he's like, the way you dress. Dress even more. Like, I had like a nice button-up shirt and nice pants. And he's like, dress more like a blue-collar dad. I'm like, well, I am. Just so we know, I am a blue-collar dad. <laughs> what I wore was my clothes. So it's, I kind of think I nailed the blue-collar dad look <laughs> since that's who I am. 
And he's, he's like, no. <laughs> just dress a little different, a little down, a little down. Like so flannel? Like what do you want? They want they put it was my clothes. I had it in my luggage. They pull out a hoodie that I just bought, the same hoodie. I was like, well, I have that in my bag. Yeah. They're like, let's see it on you. It was a hoodie with like beige <laughs> sneakers and like I look like like a kid. <laughs> and I'm like, this is it? This way where they went? And they're like, Yep, that's it. And I was like, okay, this isn't what I would wear at a theater, but thanks. Yeah. I was so uncomfortable. Mm. As soon as I was done, Russell Peters was like, this was his first thing on national television, this critique. What are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, did did your daughter dress you? Why are you dressed like that? I was like, I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't wear it. I didn't pick this. I didn't pick this. Did you say that? Yeah, it's not my suggestion. Yeah. They didn't put that on the air. They didn't. No. And then Roseanne said, "You kind of like start it like right into your jokes." Like uh, I was like, well, "You told me to do that." <laughs> so the, the two things that they told yeah. me to do, I did, and that's the two things they critiqued me on. But that's interesting because it's like you know the format is like they can't take everybody. Yeah. You know, they, they can only, you know, have a small group of people they're going to put in, you the know. top ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have to find these goofy ways of kind of getting rid of people who are funny. But my act, but I really did not do well. Yeah. My second spot. Oh, on that spot? Because I forced it. Because, first, if you ask Mike Vecchione, we, we were there eight hours filming yeah. in a theater. They didn't change the audience out. Ugh. So we, I came out hour four. Hour five, maybe? So you came from, like, you, you know, you wore what you want to wear, and then and then later on you're, like, wearing a hoodie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With the same crowd. No, 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 no. Two oh. different crowds. We, oh, okay. Two different sh- sh- oh, shoots. Weeks. Oh, okay, cool. But, cool. Um, but this crowd was not released. Oh, okay. So they got there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I went up around 6.37. Wow. To a crowd that's been at 2 in the afternoon. So I walked in. You remember Kirk Smith? Mike? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he he was in the audience. Yeah. So I come out, and the very first thing I see is an old man in the front row sleeping. <laughs> in a theater. Yeah. For a television show. Yeah. Front row seating. And I look over, and I say a joke, and it's like like just the energy is blah. I look at my friend Kirk, and he's like, nope, like it's this is it. Yeah. This is what they've given. Yeah. And Mike Vecchione was like, the energy was so dead yeah. in that room yeah. that I thought – well, I got to force it, which is not what we do. Sure. You kind of like, you bring them to you. You don't yeah, go get yeah. them. Yeah, look at me, man. You know what I mean? And that's what I did. I try to force my energy mm. on them and it was just awkward. It was just clunky. Yeah. And then I finally, at the end, the last two minutes did well. Yeah. To, enough to where when they voted me off, this girl was in the front of like, we love him. He, we love him. Yeah, 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 and yeah. like, but it was too late. It was too late. So them voting you off on my material, I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about Wanda, she didn't show any of that. She showed the, 45 seconds of really good laughs. Sure. And then the, I just didn't make it through. That's it. They don't show the them busting your Well, brain. that was nice. That's what Wanda said. She's not going to ruin people's food. Well, that's how we eat. Oh, so she, like, did, she didn't show the Russell Peters thing? Or? No, no, oh, no. That's good. She didn't Thank show God. any of that. She Thank didn't show God. any. People were like, why is he gone? He was our favorite. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. was the front runner from yeah. the beginning of this episode. Sure. I was their commercial. When nice. she went to, when she was on Ellen, I was the clip she showed on oh, Ellen. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like That's I great. was her. So technically you've been on now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually on Ellen, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> my, I mean, it my, wouldn't be wrong, but you know. My my joke was on Ellen. Yeah. Like, you can say that. Uh, my joke was on the view. My joke yeah. was on oh, yeah. like nice. I think Leno. Oh, one of the you know, That's night. fantastic. Yeah, wow. Yeah. The view, Ellen, yeah, quite the yeah. Yeah, yeah look at that. That's uh it's quite a resume. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they wouldn't deal with the sleeping guy, like it's like, come yeah. on, man! It's like this, like, dude, sleep it. Like even in a comedy club, I'd be like, hey, hey, wake that guy up right. or get him out. Like even in a fucking club, yeah, right. Well, alone a TV show, and I don't even know if they had warm up. Wouldn't the warm up be like, come on, guys, let's get that energy up? Like, yeah, there's no warm. Well, there should have been a showrunner to remove that guy. Yeah. Like that was, that was just like ridiculous. Maybe they were just doing it to see what we had, but like, I didn't. Yeah, maybe he was a ringer. Like yeah. just put this, make this guy pretend he's asleep. Yeah, see. <laughs> and I just didn't react correctly. I really didn't. Like, yeah, but you can't. You didn't mess with him, did you? I didn't even talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So like I couldn't. I stuck to my material. Yeah, yeah. But it was like forcing it. Like I'm going to be yeah. this dad. They were like, they really liked the dad. Thing. And it's yeah. another thing that happened is all the producers. I was waiting for the producer meeting to start. So you had, mm-hmm. you had you Fink, and then you know, um, the dude who wrote Pootie Tang. 
I can't think of his name. Lance Crothers. Okay. Lance Crothers and his one other. I thought com- Louis wrote that. I guess with him. Yes. Okay. They Lance Crothers was Pootie Tang. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So he was a producer on the show. Gotcha. So we were waiting for the producer meetings to start, and we were just sitting out in the lobby, and they all three came up to me and were like, dude, you know, so after the first round, like, dude, you're the one that everyone's looking at. Nice. And I was like, I don't need that. I don't need that. Just in my mind, I'm like, this is going to help my kids out more yeah, than anything yeah, yeah. in the world. Sure. There's way too much pressure to go up to do a four-minute spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you put a lot on that, and that's what I did. I, four, I, I was like, this will help. This is going to pay off all the sacrifice yeah. that my kids have. You're already, you're already buying shit in your head. Yeah. I'm like, my kids will get a new house. We're going to get a pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look cute and floaties. You're going to look cute and floaties. We'll get an yeah. Escalade. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a Rolex. I was one of those submariners, you know. Those are nice watches. Yeah. I'm gonna get just going on. Uh, maybe yeah, I'll date a model. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is TMZ that annoying? Yeah. I mean, I don't I know. Whatever. <laughs> I could deal with it. You know what I mean? Maybe worse than a meet and greet, a yeah. name meeting. I do. I do. That's no. That's I mean, yeah. But you're, you know, you're one of those warriors. You know, yeah. you're a gladiator comic. You know, that's why I respond. The guys like you, because I feel like you know you you do this because you got no choice. Like this kind of like no. found you, and you just dig in, and no matter what it gives you, you find a way to keep you know getting up there and slinging jokes yep. and grabbing that mic, you know. And I think it's like it is a beautiful thing to see guys that like we need guys like you, you right. know. We need guys like me. Like we need that. Like it can't just all be Pete Davidson, you know. Right, like, you right. gotta yeah, have yeah. you gotta right. have other guys that are building it up and keeping it yeah. moving, right? Because it's like otherwise it's like this comedy thing doesn't exist, right? You know, it's like there's like well there's like ten celebrities That's and it? they can't fill the clubs every night, no, yeah. <laughs> so, right, right. We're Absol- the ones that keep this motion going, right? right. Absolutely, you know. So Absolutely. it's like it's great to you know that you do these gigs and you know and I think and hopefully you know maybe this new show will work out. Maybe they'll like your little your little snap on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be the angle that you know could help you out. <laughs> I doubt it. But after I sent them, I'm like, I probably probably should have yelled at them. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're getting crazy. <laughs> I got screwed. I was the best one. They put me in a hoodie. I look like a little kid. Why don't you dress like that? <laughs> I, th- I think I did say that. I think I did mention the hoodie. <laughs> I wore a hoodie on your shirt. You owe me yeah. another chance. Why don't I look like a, yeah. look like a little kid? Ridiculous. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, I really appreciate thanks it. for you know just all being you is always thanks, a beautiful thing. We appreciate you in the comedy world. You're one of the guys we root for. Thanks, man. In the green it. room and uh, yeah. So anything uh, you want to plug anything? Any podcasts or how well, can we, we find you? Joe, we do yeah. a podcast. We we've slacked for a couple of weeks because he's busy doing acting stuff. But yeah. all in our heads podcast or Joe Fernandez. Okay, that's what we do. And it's just it turned out to be like we took, it's like a daily phone, like a weekly phone call. We were talking anyhow on the phone. Okay, like why don't we just record what we're talking about? Nice. And it's usually we're insecure about something and worrying about something. It's usually all in our head. Sure. It's usually oh, yeah. the topic. It's, just, it's really pretty much in your head. <laughs> <laughs> we're all so nuts. Like, yeah. Just the things that we like focus in and like, you know, have neuroses about. It's ridiculous. It's insane. But it's what creates the comedy. Absolutely. You know? It's what creates it going. Yeah, I don't know how it would feel to be like walk around like, I got this. I don't know how that would. What's like the comedy part, I, like I – I was with Bobby Kelly a long time ago on a road trip. Yeah. And I – do we have time for me to tell sure. this story? So we were driving up to Connecticut. We were doing yeah. one of those treehouse gigs. So we yeah. had a Friday night treehouse gig, drive back home, Saturday night treehouse gig. Yeah. On the ride up to Friday, we're stuck in three hours of traffic going yeah. to Connecticut. I'm like, I, this is like 2012. I'm like, I think I should start headlining, man. And he's, I'm like, he's like, why do you think that? I'm like, well, because the guy – I'm really good. And the guys I'm featuring for guys who are like these – I mean, that's – I should be headlining, is yeah. what I'm saying. And he was like, all right, well, you know, try. You got to you gotta have to wor- expect less work. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you make that jump. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. you're going to expect less work. And I was like, okay, you know, I know, I know. So we went up and I ate it. <laughs> and I ate it bad. <laughs> and on the ride back, all I heard was like, he's like, and why do you think you should headline? <laughs> and like, but he was so like, I said to him, to be honest with you, I'm intimidated by you. It's my first yeah. time working with him, yeah. like ever. Yeah, and I'm like, you're like someone I put up as like a guy I want to be like. Like you yeah. were the guy when I first yeah. started. I'm like, I want to be like that guy. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm working for you. It was just intimidating. It was a two man show. I was just nervous. Yeah. And he's like, so you have no confidence either. Yeah. And this was I was like, so you think I should just go up on stage and like tell like and like make them know I'm good? He's like, no, go on stage and know you're good, and know you're great, and they're going for the ride whether they like it or not. There you go. And the next night up, I went up and 
killed in front of, and he was like, so much, he was like, is that a funny mother? Like, he was like, nice. Like, like he's not telling you that unless he means it. Sure. Like, and then from that point on, I think maybe 10 times have I gone up with lack of confidence. Sure. Like, I know I know how to be funny. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. you know that this, yeah. I know how to be funny. Yeah. That's not the problem here. I know how to be a creative, funny yeah. person. It's the rest of the game that might work out for me. Yeah, no, it's it's lessons like that, and don't put you know kratom in your orange juice and go you know to a museum the day before your set. You know, don't do that. <laughs> That's what I'm learning. <laughs> don't put what? It's the whole thing. <laughs> There's some kratom stuff for TJ. The whole the whole thing, and I this orange juice. We went to the Salvador Dali Museum. I was like, hey, look at this, and then I try to do comedy. Me skirting, trying to not be sober but sober. Right. Yeah, don't do that because the second show will really suck. Uh, yeah, this is some. Inside stuff for myself. You ever do inside stuff for yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times on stage. And Nobody else gets it. At I just, at, I just, at, at Granite, to... I just lean on the little thing. At yeah, Granite, yeah. I'm like, that was, that was me. I yeah. talk to my record. I'm like, that was for me. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Us. yeah it's nice to know you uh, <laughs> don't care at the club. No, I uh, <laughs> Sometimes you say something and it gets nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was, uh, that's us. That's yeah. us. That's us. That's us. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thanks for being here. It was a lot thanks of fun. Um, so cool to catch up with people. And, you know, I was telling, you know, Every time I would talk to people, I feel like we never hang out with comedy people that I want to hang out with, so you, you need a podcast as an excuse. Right, that's cool, man. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it. Just to actually get to know yeah, and yeah. hang out. But uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please go to our Patreon page. Um, we could use some uh, support there, please. We have a lot of uh, hell gig stories and a lot of cool stuff on there. You can check that out. And um, if you're interested in stand-up comedy, I do uh, comedy coaching. You can go to Facebook, Outlaw Comedy Coaching, and I will teach you this amazing craft or guide you through it, I guess is a better word, and uh, we'll kind of see if you got what it takes to live this uh, luxury life of going to uh, you know hotel rooms that look like Rick James decorated them and uh, <laughs> stare at the mirror ceiling and <laughs> wear a wetsuit and go to the jacuzzi and uh, yeah, do comedy for 45 minutes with no MC or feature. Um, see how that goes. <laughs> and then call me and tell me if you're a comic after that second open mic. But uh, we love this and we love you and thank you for listening too. I'll leave you with this. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.